The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Now Jesus returned to the synagogue, and a person was, who, and a person was there who had a withered hand. And the women and men in the synagogue were watching him carefully to see whether he would cure the person on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. Then Jesus said to the person who had the withered hand, come up to the middle. Then Jesus said to the women and men in the synagogue, is it permissible to do good or to do evil on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And looking around at them with anger, Jesus was grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the person, stretch out your hand. And the person stretched it out and their hand was restored. Then the Pharisees went out with the Herodians and immediately began to conspire against Jesus how they might destroy him. Then Jesus with his disciples departed to the sea and a great multitude from Galilee followed followed, and from Judea, Jerusalem, Edema, beyond the Jordan, and the region of Tyre and Sidon, hearing all that he was doing. They came to him, and he told his disciples to have a boat at hand for him because of the crowd of women, children, and men, lest they crush him. For he had cured many, so that as many had diseases pressed upon him to touch him. And the unclean spirits... When they saw him, they fell down before him and shrieked, You are the Son of God. But Jesus rebuked them strongly not to make him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Almighty God, have mercy upon us. Amen. Please be seated. Last Sunday, I said, we are in a season where year W, the womanist lectionary which we are using for the season of Epiphany, takes the voices of the disrespected, the neglected, and the unprotected, and centers them in our scriptures right in the middle of power, privilege, and whiteness. So I want to preach from our Old Testament story today. Naaman is the commander, a commander of the army of the king and a warrior of God who has a skin disease. Naaman's wife has a slave girl. The slave girl says to Naaman's wife, tell Naaman to go see the prophet and the prophet will heal him. Naaman goes to his king and the king allows Naaman to see the prophet. The prophet's name, Elisha. Elisha, unlike Jeremiah, Isaiah, or Micah, was a prophet who performed miracles. These miracles included raising someone from the dead, 
purifying a pot of stew so that people could have a safe and warm meal. A miracle of feeding 100 men with just 20 loaves of bread and a few pieces of fruit. And Naaman thought that he, when he saw Elisha, that Elisha would come out and see him face to face. And he didn't. Naaman also thought that the miracle of the healing of his skin would look flashy and there would be fanfare and trumpets and confetti would come down, and it didn't. And that angered Naaman. As Naaman storms off in a fit of rage, did you see who it was who told him to go wash in the river? It was the slaves. One translation of what the slaves said goes like this. Father, if the prophet had asked you to do something hard and heroic, wouldn't you have done it? So why not this simple task? Wash and be clean. Twice, Twice in this story, it is slaves who set the healing in motion. The real miracle for me is not Naaman being healed of his skin condition. The real miracle in the story for me is Naaman allowing enslaved persons to speak authority in his life. The miracle in the story for me is Naaman allowing enslaved persons to speak authority in his life. It is the slaves, the group without the same social, political, and economic capital who instruct Naaman to act. This would be like if Mexicans and Guatemalans and Hondurans who are seeking asylum told the president what should happen for their life to flourish in our country, and the president listening and doing it. This would be like if Palestinians told the Israeli government to stop the bombings, and the bombings stop. And I do not know how to explain how Naaman was able to listen and act when his slaves spoke to him, other than to say this, that the power and the presence of the living God was at work in his heart. This story in our year W lectionary has challenged me to think about my own social location in the world and to ask the question of this. Do I have a relationship with a woman who can speak authority in my life? Do I have a relationship with a trans person who can speak authority in my life? And maybe the challenging question for you is this. Do you have a relationship with a black person 
who can speak authority in your life? Do you have a relationship with any person of color who can speak authority in your life? Maybe the miracle we need in our lives will come from the mouth of one whom society would consider inferior. Maybe the healing in our lives will come from a voice outside of Ward 3. Maybe, just maybe, the presence of the living God will be experienced when we let the disrespected, the neglected, and the unprotected speak authority in our lives. Lucretia Mott was a 19th century Quaker abolitionist. She was a tiny woman who, going up against the mores of the time which said women should not speak in public, she nevertheless went and gave public addresses condemning the evil of slavery. One day, she was giving a speech before a hostile crowd. And as she spoke, the crowd became increasingly violent and threatening. And at any moment, it seemed like violence was going to break out and that they would storm the stage and attack Lucretia and her companions. So at the end of the speech, the mob began to seethe with rage toward the stage and fear came upon Lucretia and her companions. And Lucretia instructed the police escort to take care of the few other women that were with her. And one of Lucretia's companions said, but what about you? How are you going to get out of here? Lucretia Mott walked up to the mob and found the roughest and angriest and most threatening man in it. And she reached out. She reached out and she took his arm and tucked it into hers. And as his arm is tucked into hers and hers into his, she said, this gentleman will escort me out and he did.